CDL. Wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, so it's like you fade in and out. All right. Hey, so I had a dream. It's funny. It's Martin Luther yeah, King. I say this. <laughs> it's, but no, seriously, can I tell you about my dream? Tell me your dream. That's a, it's kind of a weird dream. Oh, okay. And I was a trucker. No, I'm serious. Oh, it's just a weird. Okay. This is <laughs> just trying to find out. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that being a trucker is weird. I'm just saying that it was a weird dream. And in the dream, I was a trucker again. And I picked up a load. Seriously, I picked up this load at a drop yard. And went all the way to this receiver. Right? And when I got there, I walked in to get a door. And the lady behind the window said, we don't show a delivery from you guys. I'm like, okay. So I called dispatch. It's like a freaking weird dream. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you're looking at me like, what? Where are you going with this? I'm just <laughs> telling you, this is kooky. It's like, there's no weird ending or anything. It's just a weird dream. So anyways, so I called dispatch and dispatch tells me, oh, we made a mistake. Go here. So I drive and it's like, you know, in your dream, like when you're dreaming, it seems like, okay, you can go a thousand miles in like a second. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm here now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So wherever I went, it was like a second later, I'm pulling in their yard and I go in and I tell them I'm there. And again, they tell me the same thing. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. So I call dispatch and I'm like, I'm at the wrong place. And they're like, okay, here's where you have to go. And they send me again. And okay, again, it's like seconds or minutes later, I'm walking into this other receiver. And this happens over and over, all through my dream. I'm like, constantly can never get the damn load there. It's like, it's like when you're a kid being chased by the monster on the bus and your legs turn into sand and you can never get away. And you're like, just, you wake up sweating. Well, I'm just like, I just can't get my load there at all. So finally, nowhere to lie, this, this has an ending, right? I get, to, I get to it finally. They actually put me in like door 10 and I go out to the truck and I'm waiting to be unloaded. And all of a sudden my CB comes up, they come over to CB and they say, come on in. And I'm like, well, that was quick. And I didn't feel like a forklift. You know how you can feel a forklift in the truck unloading you? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't feel the forklift, right? So I'm thinking, okay, now what? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They sent me to 50 different places. I got a really bad dispatcher. I have no idea what it is, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's a real bad dispatcher. <laughs> Oops, I made a mistake. <laughs> okay, but anyways, so I go in and like the manager and the guy in the forklift is at the back of my truck. And guess what's in my truck? Hmm. Nothing. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, I didn't feel you guys in there. Well, there's nothing in here. Okay. So you took a load of nothing? No, so I called the same dispatcher and he's like, oh, that's right. I'm supposed to get you a load. I'm like, what? <laughs> you knew I was empty. <laughs> you gave me an empty trailer and sent me to deliver it. And then with the weirdest, this is the weird part of the dream. Oh, I'm still stuck on all the weird parts. So you could no, say no, this, this is just the only weird part. <laughs> this is the weirdest part of the dream. Okay. When I picked up the empty trailer, which I thought was loaded, it felt like a loaded trailer. And I took it to a cat scale. And it was over 78,000 pounds. So how do you get a ghost load? I mean, obviously, it's in the dream. Just but it's like, it's like a nightmare, right? I'm not getting paid. I'm on per- <laughs> oh, and I was on percentage. So, so I'm not getting paid by the mile, right? I'm, I'm on percentage. My dispatcher is really... Horrible. Very bad dispatcher. And there I am. <laughs> with an empty trailer and no paycheck all day and that's my dream i mean tell me you find that a little odd well what i really find odd 
is that you had to get like multiple addresses to get this load unloaded, but not once were you late. Cause I was you, not late for any of the 50 wrong addresses. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> You're like, flash there. That's usually what everybody has as a nightmare is being late. Like you said, you usually you, you flashed and you're right, right there. Usually yeah. it's they can't run fast enough. So you had the reverse effect for an empty load. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was a weird, I told you it was a weird dream. I had a dream. So <laughs> that is my dream and I'm sticking to it. And uh, we are going to move on from my dream to talk trucking. I mean, that was trucking kind of. That was, that was. What do you think everybody's thinking about that dream? Like if you, if you guys had a, di- anybody listening out there, do you have a dispatcher close to my dispatcher, my dream dispatcher? <laughs> my, my dream dispatcher was a really bad guy and he was a guy by the way. So, and he just kind of, he said, was a ditz. Yeah. I mean, talk about dispatcher. Ma- the Roxbury dispatcher. <laughs> yeah. Talk about a dispatcher making or break you. It, he definitely broke me in my dreams. And here we are on talk CDL. Now I'm back to being a podcast host. Because I, I was I went broke trucking <laughs> in my dream. Right. It's okay, we're going broke podcasting too, because we don't you know like Yeah, <laughs> it's not really any hey, listen, how about we move on and talk about a sponsor, National Carriers? National. National Carriers, their number is eight 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 three one one seven zero seven six. Awesome company. I mean this sincerely. They yeah. got some you know, all one to three year old Kenworth T six eighties. I was actually talking to the one of them the other day, uh, with the director, and he said they're getting twenty twos in. So I know a lot of a lot of people are getting are not getting their trucks delivered. And he's given me numbers. He said, Yeah, I've got this amount just delivered. So Kenworth is slowly trickling trucks. They've got some brand new ones. They want to lease them out, or you can be a company driver. Again, call these guys, 888-311-7076. Tell them Talk CDL sent you over. Ruth Ann, we're moving on. Moving on. Okay, so... What do you have? I've got some articles, but I wanted to talk about something this week. And, uh, you know, we always try to have a little bit of a topic. I actually had a phone call, and I had a long conversation about a incident that was going on at this one uh, trucking company in, uh, I won't even, I won't tell you their name. They had actually told me about this in, in detail because I'm like really good friends with them. And uh, it was, I, I'm, I'm going to title this Unruly Riders. You know what a rider is? Yes. A, you know, what's a rider? Just so we, I know you know. A rider is a passenger. That, pretty simple, right? It's a, pretty it's simple. A, it's some. It's a you know a truck driver. He brings his wife or his brother or his kid, and he gets a rider pass, and he takes the the rider with him, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, this was a woman that was going to go on the road with her husband. You hear what I said? Was going to go on the road with her husband. Um, she, she, uh, I I don't even know how to describe this person, and I'll give you some words a little later. She wasn't, they weren't even hired yet. Like the husband was just going through the hiring process. Okay. And one of her things was she was allergic to smoke. Okay. Yeah, some people are allergic to smoke. That's understandable. But mm-hmm. like before we even go down that road to this story, you know, when somebody calls a trucking company and they say, I'm highly allergic to smoke. I need a truck that's never been smoked in before because if there was ever smoke in there, I'm going to know it, right? You already know that trucking company is not wanting to hire you. It's if you say that, because 99% of all truckers smoke. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. So it's like, okay, so now we got to guarantee you and you're highly allergic to something. You just, you just put us in a position of trying to bring you onto our trucking company with this. And it's not just cigarette smoking. I'm talking like any, it's, it's almost like, think about this. When somebody has an injury and they report it to the company, hey, my last job I was at, I left there for medical reasons, and I had this back injury or this arm injury or this shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. What, what does the trucking company need to be able to hire them? They need a release. They need a release from the attending doctor right? stating, yes, I've been, I've been tending care to this guy. You want to say something? Yeah, I was going to say it all with, with, without limitations. Yes, without limitations. It's got to be a 100% no restriction release. And as soon as somebody calls a trucking company, he goes, listen, I had an injury 10 years ago and I, I can't lift nothing or I can pull my back out. I can tell you they're already looking for an excuse not to hire you. That's a guarantee. 
Yeah, you're right there. So now let's go back to unruly writer lady. So she's she is demanding that her husband, and then is asked these questions, right? Mm-hmm. About now, guess what she wants? She wants the company to pay for her plane ticket so she can fly in and ins- I guess sniff inspect all the trucks to say this is the one my husband's taking. That kind of is funny. What was funny is I was talking to a director that I know at mm-hmm. another company, because mm-hmm. it was to me it was funny. Yeah, I mean, I I I'm actually laughing because all I picture is her going into each truck going, <laughs> yeah. right? But if you're highly allergic, you don't want to sniff anything. You don't want to sniff them seats on all them farts in there either. <laughs> but <laughs> but think about this though. So I talked to my buddy right. At another company, especially I see if it was a wet fart. Yeah, yeah that would be really <laughs> weird. Uh, you get a little wet nose. Oh, that, that's that. Damn, that's nice. You know, speaking of that, if you want to go off subject for a second, you, where was I at for the weekend? You're camping. And by the way, I can talk about three different things at the same time. I will come back to unruly rider lady. I was camping. Yes, right? with 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 dad and ready Eddie and Eddie and Dean. Oh, Dean showed up. Yeah, Dean showed up. Oh, okay. So, anyways, we're out in the woods, and. I told him all about, you know. If, if, no, I don't know. You're just sitting there laughing. Uh, <laughs> unscented. Oh, you and your unscented farts. Yeah, right. Like if I, and now listen, guys, if you if you find this gross, just turn the volume down for a second. But when I fart, it, it's I always produce unscented farts most of the time. It's 90s. just full of hot air. Right. And and so, <laughs> and so what's funny is then like every time Eddie would fart now in the tent, he'd go, it's unscented. <laughs> <laughs> I said, man, his wife is going to kill me. <laughs> she will. She's going to glare at you. <laughs> right. So going back to unruly rider lady. Okay. So she wants she wants to be flown in. And by she, the company. By the companies okay. at their expense. Now think about if you're a company, what are you thinking? Well, what if we don't have one or nose approves of? Now you just paid for her to fly in. Well, first of all, they're, I would say that they're thinking we haven't even hired them yet. Because you said he was still going through the hiring process. This is what I'm saying. She, they wanted her, she wanted to be able to get a plane ticket with her husband, fly in, and sniff out, sniff out the trucks. Sniff. Sorry, that's just getting me. <laughs> see, I, I'm, a, I have allergies. I don't want to go and purposely smell anything. But you see, what's cool about you, and I, and this is the truth, you and I, if we went to a trucking company and the truck wasn't detailed at its best, we would not go. Oh, yeah, we're gonna go home and take our ball. No. We would just, you know, no. I would, I would, I would make sure it's cleaned. We would clean it to our our, our specs, anyways. Yeah, even, even if, if I had to wear something in the meantime, I would. I mean, honestly, there's no one that's gonna clean it to me to begin with. So even if you just got a truck, even a brand new truck, I'm gonna add my touches by cleaning it all over again because that's how I am. Right. So I wash brand new socks. Exactly. You do. You wash anything. <laughs> anything we get brand new. If you it's th- in a package, I'm washing it. <laughs> okay. And so to me, it's like, why don't you just, my thought, of course, you know, I'm not talking to her. I mean, they're telling me this, but I'm thinking, why don't you just let your husband come pick out a truck, right? They're going to do a lease. Mm-hmm. Come pick out a truck and bring it home to you. Honey, I have did the best I could do. That the, they said the last guy in it didn't smoke. Uh, to their knowledge, here's what I present to you, honey. And boom, if she says nope, no, I could detect it. My nose knows everything. Well, okay, get a detailer. Pay for the damn detailing yourself. If you're listen, if you got that much of a special need, trucking companies don't owe it to you to to take your wife who has an allergy and and make something perfect for her. It's still a damn job. Anyways, I'm not trying to be mean to these people. No. I'm just saying there's no obligation for the company to, you know, I know everybody's desperate for drivers out there. There's no secret about that. But don't don't but they're y- still there. The drivers are still there. Yeah, don't be a driver or a driver's wife that that knows, okay, they're desperate and they're going to fall to my demands because first off, Maybe you'll find somebody that's that desperate. They'll they'll kiss your ass, but they're hating you right from day one. And I guarantee you when the tables turn and they all of a sudden have more drivers than they need, guess who the first one is fired? Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll be doing reviews on that one. Any whiny complainer is the first one out the door. So anyways, what I was going to say is, first off, don't be this person. Oh, 
That, that, it didn't end there. Oh, okay. you know, here's what else she did. All right. She actually, I guess they called in because the their recruiter wasn't, you know, meeting their demands and, you know, kissing their ass like they really wanted them to. Okay. So they called in to ask for the recruiter's boss so they can complain about their recruiter. Now, who the hell, think about this, who the hell is going to pick up the phone and start complaining before you're even hired? I mean, seriously, are you seriously wanting to put that kind of name on yourself? Just because people are desperate to have you does not make it, honestly and truly, the smart thing to do because they're already going, okay, there's the trouble right there. You want to be known as the troublemaker? Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Actually, no, I don't, but I understand. (laughs) So I talked to one of my buddies that is a director at another company, and I told him, I said, listen to this, this one company was telling me about. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know what he said? He goes, I don't know them, but I know them. He said, he said, if I recognize somebody like that, we never hire that person. He said, we never hire any guy that tells us, I don't drive at night. I got to have a perfect truck. If you don't have me home on a Friday at a certain time, I'm gonna f- I'll quit. If you don't give me certain miles, I'm gonna quit. Anybody that has demands before they even get into a trucking company, ninety five percent of the companies are gonna they're gonna find a reason to say no to you. Well, I can understand, like I understand certain. I don't want to say demands, but you know, I can understand certain things like, hey, I need to be home on the on every other weekend. No, I, I, because listen. of 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 certain things that you have to work out with a child thing. I can understand them saying, I need that, but generally, because you're a truck driver and you can't guarantee five o'clock I'm going to be home, you work it out with the other person that, hey, I'll be home, but I don't know what time it will be because of my job that's supporting that alimony or that whatever. You know, so what you're saying is, and I, I see what you're saying, special requests. There's right. nothing wrong with if you have some special requests. So, yeah, that's that's I, and I get it because, you know, I've been in trucking forever and I've dealt with guys that had to have, like you said, be I got to be home every other weekend to pick up my kids. You know, that's very common. Yeah, it is okay. highly common. Yeah. You know, I've got a special request for this or for that. You know, can I take my cat? You know, and, and some companies will allow a cat. A lot of them won't because of the fur. But the bottom line is, okay, the bottom line is, th- th- 100% agree with you, okay? But when you call up before you've ever been hired and you start throwing your weight around, because here's what the end result they told me. Their safety director did call, which safety was over recruiting, I guess. The safety person did call and they proceeded to complain and and I guess the female, the unruly rider, mm-hmm. she's in the background yelling, right? And there's the safety director trying to talk to the driver. She's in the background. I mean, what she's doing is, is that, was that called a prequel or whatever? She was she's she or prequel. She's literally, she's literally showing them what it's going to be like after they get hired. By sitting in the background barking orders to the safety director and yelling complaints about the recruiter to the, and I guess the safety director politely said, hey, listen, we're going to go ahead and pass on your application. Thank you. Have a nice life. And that was it. They mm-hmm. were done. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. Honestly, you're, you're setting up um, a company already, I mean, they're not making a, a judgment against you. You're showing them what kind of person you are. So then it's not like they're making these these bad allegations, you know, or false allegations, I should say, or false judgment when you're actually saying how hey, this is the way I'm going to be. But here's the thing. Any driver, if you're going to want a company, if a, co- if, if a company's saying, hey, just give them a chance, you know, yeah, your truck's going to be governed at, I don't know, I'm going to throw a figure, 65. And when you show after uh, two months, 60, 60 days, that, you know, you're a great driver, we'll bump it up to 75. We don't care. We'll, we'll help you out there because you're showing us that you're someone's worth driving for, you know, with us. So what you're saying is go in and earn those privileges exactly. that you're looking for before you start demanding things yeah. like that. Yeah. See, what here's what I was thinking. It's not just like that lady, mm-hmm. okay? This it, it, That story that they told me the other day, they reminded me of so many different incidences that I, I've seen over the years. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you know you have a person that is special needs or even an unruly big mouth 
of a spouse. And don't take this the wrong way because some people are out there listening, probably getting insulted. But yeah. it's I'm don't just, get insulted. I'm trying to save you here a little bit of aggravation and future. Listen, they mark people like you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got a, a a writer that's in that's in the background thinking that they're now a part of the company, and okay. it's the writer. And it's I'm just that's that's what I'm talking about it's, not it's, even it's the not employee. E- it's not even the person that's right. They're you know. they're, they're there for a privilege of of, of being a writer and being mm-hmm. with their spouse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or here's the other one. I've seen drivers request to take their wife into orientation. And some companies are so desperate they'll let that, allow that. Honestly and truly, you get a bad reputation with these companies when you do that. I can tell you right now, I've been I've worked in the offices, and as soon as somebody's got these special needs like that, you're already marking yourself. And then what happens is when you go from company to company, the next one might just get on the phone and go, hey, listen, off the record, I got to tell you, these people will drive you nuts. She complains. She's always sick. She needs to stop. She's this. She's that. It's, it is the worst. You'll never get anything delivered. When, when you start getting that reputation of, of acting that way, I promise you, it's going to get harder for you. Maybe not harder for you to find any job, but the really, the really decent ones, the good ones, the ones that will yeah. ha- let you have, because there's companies out there that still won't allow writers. I mean, it's rare that you find them, but there's still companies out there that won't allow someone to go in the truck with them, especially if they're doing some training, you know, or if they're only doing, I don't want to say local, like if they're doing local work, they usually don't have drivers in there or riders in there. If they're doing regional work, some of them don't allow them in there either because they're home every other day or so. So they don't, they're like, well, why are you even going to have someone in the truck with you? But you don't want to be that person because there's going to be times like where the company is so great, not grateful, but enjoys having you as an employee that when you say, hey, can I do this? They're going to say, yeah, because you're a great person to work with. I don't mind you doing this. I don't mind, you know, even though we usually never allow 12-year-olds in the truck, you want to take your 12-year-old for the month that they're off of school, they might clear it with their insurance companies just to have you have that because you're a great drive. Er. Er. I just, I get frustrated when I hear, you know, you're saying about with the driver shortage and how desperate drivers or companies are for any driver. They're really not as desperate as you think they are because well, right now they're not as desperate as they were because they don't have as many trucks to fill because they're not getting trucks. Exactly. So it's a little tough on that end of it also. Well, not only that, but some of them still have, I mean, there's still a lot of desperate companies, but there's a lot that are not, but the ones that are, I mean, I guess what I, what I'm thinking of is it's going to be the companies that have a lot of tractors you know, that still, they're not desperate. I don't want to say a lot of tractors where they have. God, I'm just making faces. <laughs> and then he wonders why I stumble over my, my, my talking and repeat myself because he's over there like a little, I don't know. I, I, I want to say a, right. a, a, a girl. A girl. (laughs) So anyways, they got tractors. Well, even if it's a company that has tractors where they're not desperate, they're just wanting to expand or wanting to do something, whatever the case is, they're still not going to, some of them won't lower themselves because they know. Well, they know the future of hiring that person. Well, no, no, not just that. They know it's going to be a headache, but here's the thing. It's going to burst because right now, the FMCSA and, and the government are allowing younger kids to now get their CDLs and come into these companies. So all you drivers that sit there and say, oh, I've got all this experience, I'm this, 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 and this great. Nobody ever cares about the experienced driver. And it's sad, too. What I'm saying is... Because they have to pay them more. Well, the, the drivers that have that attitude, well, there's a kid that's coming in there that's going to say, hey, I want to work. I want to earn the money. I want to get that, 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 that trucking... Uh, not the belt buckle, but I want to get that. I want to go out there and get that experience, and I want to I want to live that high of being a, a truck driver, you know. And then you have the driver that's all, I want this, I want that, I want this, because they might have a few years, and they don't understand that you're not the prettiest girl in the bunch anymore. You've got a lot of other good-looking people coming in. Yeah, it's true when we do get replaced. I mean, yeah. I've I found that out. But you know, it's it's a good point you make, and and if you think about it. The, there's a lot of a lot of us, a lot of truckers, including myself. I mean, I used to try to push my weight around a little bit, you know. Oh, you did. I mean, you, I mean, you did. It was like I was demanding, but you realize though 
there's the industry goes through different times. And if this younger crowd does start flooding the market with as as drivers Mm -hmm. and now all of a sudden there's more drivers back in like the 70s, man, you couldn't get a trucking job. You had to beg. Yeah, seventies, eighties. I mean, the, nah, it, it went up there. I mean, right, but when you I'll used to drive, it was it wasn't as easy either. Well, when I drove, it was still pretty easy to get a, a job. But but all I'm saying is, bottom line is, if you all of a sudden flood the market with this, and we actually I have a story about that coming up here on today's podcast. We'll talk about it. But if you flood the market with all these drivers, and to where trucking companies are like, don't feel like they're being held hostage with by drivers, and not every driver. I've been talking about. Not the good drivers, but there's drivers out there that will throw their weight around mm-hmm. and make demands mm-hmm. like this unruly rider. And and it's a nightmare. Well, I've, I talk to these companies all the time. You know what they say? Man, if we ever get full, I already know. I already have a list of guys that are gone. And yeah. it's the truth. It so is you truth. already have yourself marked as a complainer or a demander. You know, honestly, you're a temporary be employee careful. because they're gonna they're gonna replace you the minute they get a chance. To. Right, and and I would just caution anybody that has a really good job driving job right now to really be careful of that because with the unbalance of not many trucks coming into the industry right now and possibly the influx of more drivers coming in, it and everybody might be going, oh, it ain't gonna happen. It, you know what? It could happen, it'd creep up on you really fast, and next thing you know, you got. A, a company with 50 trucks and you've got um, 45 that are filled and all of a sudden there's 10 new guys that want the job and, and they're looking at it going, look, we got 10 really good ones. we got 45 and out of the 45, we've got, look at what do we got? We got a list here of seven guys that are special needs every week. They bitch and moan about getting home. They bitch and moan about miles. Let's replace them, and we don't have to pay these new guys as much coming in the door. I'm telling you, greed—you can get screwed. I'm just giving people warning. I'm not—I'm not on anybody's case. I'm just saying, guys, be careful because the industry is about to do a big change over the next year or two. It's, oh, I agree, yeah. and and it's not only that. You know, the the with the with the tractors and and the flux of the other the the younger kids coming in because they are now opening that up, but. People are just now doing their taxes, the, the, the year-end stuff, right? Mm-hmm. We're going through where, and I would, I'm honestly going to guesstimate, you know, in the spring when all the, the drivers that don't want to do the snow are done, it's going to get bombarded with a bunch of drivers. And here's the thing, you, if you're one of the drivers that didn't work much over the last couple of years because of COVID or whatever your excuses were, it's going to get big now because... These drivers are going to need their job because the government can't keep handing out all those those extra little fun abilities. Okay. At the end of this year, it's going to there it goes. So we're we're just kind of babbling on now. Yeah. Let's let's move on. Before I do though, you know, we just gave some good advice, and you know what? Watch us start getting phone calls from trucking companies saying, "Hey, thank you, Talk CDL. I come in this morning and there's like five apples on my desk." <laughs> so remember when the teacher would get an apple. <laughs> The truckers are being nice now. All right. Let's move on, Ruthann. How about Carter Lumber? Carter is a great company. Carter Lumber is a company that's hiring Class A and Class B drivers. Yes. Local home every day. Mm-hmm. Okay. The way to reach these guys, and they give you about a five-second little sheet to fill out. It's carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL. You just put your name and, uh, I don't know, it's your years like of a ex- quick little... Yeah, just your contact information. They contact, yeah, basic stuff. CarterLumber.com forward slash TalkCDL for a local home every day, Class A and Class B drivers. Give these guys a call. They have 166 locations Mm -hmm. uh, from Texas East. Moving on, Ruthann. Moving on. What else you got? Oh, man. You know, I'm going to go to this story. Well, why don't you, we just got done talking about that one thing about the kids. Yeah, I was just going to say, I got... Um, well, actually, I might not have I'm calling it. them the kids. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're 18, you're a kid. Um, no, you know what? I didn't include that story. Sorry. Sorry. Remember, remember the, remember the tuna commercial? Sorry, Charlie. Sorry, Charlie. Okay. How about this one? This is a weird story. Okay. This is really weird. Man struck by a semi-truck left lying on highway for hours. 
Okay. Here, I'm just going to read what some of it? it. It says, it says, police are investigating a potential hit and run after a man was struck by a semi-truck and left on the side of the highway for hours. It said the accident happened on Thursday, January 13th on westbound Interstate 10. Okay. Close to the I-10 westbound bridge near the Louisiana Mississippi state line. Now, this is, I to me, I think it's a BS. I think it's a BS story. Well, I'm still trying to figure out. You want to uh, hear the rest of it? Yeah. Okay, let me yeah, just finish. Yeah, because my, my, my mind's going in circle so, right so now. So basically around 2 o'clock, in the, uh, 2 p.m., uh, the Department of Transportation crew, like a, a road crew, found this guy laying on the side of the shoulder, right? Um, it said, upon investigation, the state police determined that the man had been struck by a tractor trailer, potentially at some time during the night, and suffered on the side of the road uh, since then. Parts of I-10, they shut it down, flew in a helicopter, and took this guy away. And it says troopers say the crash is being investigated as a hit and run, but it's possible the truck driver wasn't even aware that he hit somebody. I'm going to say this. Did you, did you want to say something? Because I got an opinion myself. Oh, I've got lots going well, on in my mind. How many times are we in Florida? We live in Florida. Yeah, we do. And we'll be driving, and, and all of a sudden... I'll go, Ruthann, did you see that guy walking on the side of the road? He's literally on the road, mm-hmm. and he's wearing all black. Mm-hmm. At night, mm-hmm. noth- nothing shiny, nothing. He's like black pants, black shirt. It's like, are you trying to get killed? Mm-hmm. You know, Some I mean? of them I think are, but yes. Right. And I-10's busy. Yeah, I mean, so... So I'm still stuck on that. Uh, and you're, so you're going to investigate it. Now, I'll admit it, you should have heard a, a bagunk, but truthfully... Sometimes you go, I've driven tractor trailer and cars and everything, and you wow. and you'll be driving down the road and you go, What the hell did I just hit? <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're like, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just think, Oh, did I run over a hubcap or did I run over something stupid? You never think, okay, that was a human. But like I said, how many times have we see people walking inside a road and you're going, Where the hell that guy's gonna get himself killed? Yeah, I agree with that. But I ten is busy. It's a it's not it's not a small interstate it's not like it's 19 or something like that going through chiefland where it's like there's nobody there it's a busy highway it, it's generally lit in a lot of the areas you know but if you're even so it's saying that not one person driving down the side of the you know driving down the road didn't see someone sprawled out on the shoulder somewhere oh so you think he just staged it and laid up there no what i'm saying is you cannot tell me that no driver from however hours that this that they that they lay till two in the afternoon when they found him, that means that all those daylight hours, which had to be at least what, eight daylight hours, not one person seen him. Not one person other than a highway crew seen this driver. I don't believe that. I think that or not driver, but the person that was hit. I think I think there was something else there. Do you think he crawled up in the interstate and just and went, ow, I'm hurt, and maybe even had somebody beat him up or something. I have no idea what happened, but I don't understand anybody walking down I-10 to begin with. And listen. Because most of the time, it's, it's, it's. Here's the other thing. I would be, if, if it was me, I would ask. People would have just drove past. No, 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 not <laughs> if I was the, the victim. <laughs> You're funny. All right, no, no, I'm talking about if I'm investigating, uh-huh. I want to look to see where this guy's laying. If he's on the shoulder, listen, if a tractor trailer hits you, aren't you going to go like probably way down over the bank or up a, up the bank or whatever? You're not going to be, you know what I mean, just laying on the side of the road, are you? I mean, I guess it's possible. It's kind of weird. And also, if you get hit by a tractor trailer on I-10, how fast do you think they're going? They have to be going at least 65, yeah. 70. Yeah, if you're you know. like J.B. Hunt or something like that, you're at 65. But if you're a lot of truck drivers now are at 70, 75, and, and you get clipped by a semi-truck at 65 to 75 mile an hour, I, I don't see you just laying there suffering. I see you laying there dead. Well, they said that he was brought in by the helicopter. They did take him by helicopter. So he was injured pretty good. Yeah. But... I still don't understand. I'm on the trucker's side. I, 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 that's what I'm trying to say. I don't understand how a person, first of all. <laughs> but trucker. <laughs> the alleged trucker. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't understand how, first of all, if he was had to be flown out, you know, because of his injuries, how, how, how he, he had to be hit good. I don't think the driver would have not noticed that bad of an incident, you know. 
but I'm still stuck on someone walking down I-10 because all of my experience going past, you know, driving on I-10, you know, you either have fencing going down the highway or, you know. Yeah, how, and you're not even supposed to be on the highway. You're that's not, what I'm, you're not I'm, supposed I'm not to be walking under, on the interstate. I don't think you're allowed to yeah. hitchhike or walk along it. That's what I'm saying. I'm having a hard time grasping someone walking on the side of the road. And I, and I guess I'm just still, I, I think it's just, it was, I, I feel like it was staged. This person staged it somehow. You, you can say that if you feel that way. Yeah, I feel like that. This You're saying you feel it. You're not saying I know it. Yeah, no, I th- I feel that this person, whoever got hit, was looking for a reason to get hit. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's a weird story. And I, and I, I would like you, I'm. I'm baffled. It's, it's a bizarre little Yeah, it's story. a little ba- bizarre. And I, I think that they have to do a lot of investigating. Yeah. So, how about, you know, we move on from the hit and run to Load Smart. Load Smart. Our next um, sponsor. Yes, the Camion. Camion. Break even calculator. The calculator. <laughs> like, what? what's a calculator? Is that somebody, maybe somebody like from New York would say it that way. Hey, get me the calculator. <laughs> Woo. Hey. That's, that's, I mean, that's funny, actually. Okay, so, anyways, listen. Load Smart, like you said, came up with Camions, Calculator, the break-even. It's for owner-operators, lease purchase drivers, small fleets, big fleets, anybody. Heck, if you're if listen, if you're JB Hunt, download their their uh, calculator and uh it'll tell you it's free. If you're losing money or making money, or you could be making more money. It's free and it and it interacts with all your softwares. Camions, and now listen to this. It's you if you go to K-A-M-I-O-N dot I-O forward slash talk CDL and download the free download and write in or call in better up better off write in it's hard to get us on the phone yeah I would yeah but write in and let us know how load smart uh, load smarts calculator is working for you anyways camion.io forward slash talk CDL onward we go what else you got? I've got, you know what's really cool? This mm. week, a victory for trucking. Yay! Woo-woo! Supreme Court nixes the vaccine mandate for large employers. So that 100 over 100, mm-hmm. they said, no, you're not doing it. That's good. You're not, you know, this is OSHA. It's like they're going to try to vaccinate 84 million people. So, and you know, I'm, I'm on the side of what's right and what's wrong. If mm-hmm. somebody doesn't want to get vaccinated, they don't have to. Now, some people out there might be arguing it. I don't have a problem with you getting a vaccination. I don't have a problem with you not getting a vaccination. I have a problem with you telling people they got to get it and get their kids it and everything else. When first off, it doesn't half stop the it. people in the hospital have been triple vaccinated. Mm-hmm. It, it's not stopping you. And first off, the the Omicron it hasn't. They have, they don't have one death in the United States. No. They tried to cling to one in Houston. They have none, and that's why you don't hear anybody talking about the death rate there. Um, now, I guess the the Delta variant probably still killing people. I'm not saying this this disease doesn't work. I'm just saying um, that honestly, this is a victory for trucking because. If you had over a hundred trucks and you were going to make a hundred truck drivers get a vaccine, they calculated that you were most likely going to lose 37% of your. Wow. That's a, that's a high percentage, but here's, here's what I'm, I'm really, um, with the vaccine, the vaccine's not stopping it. It's not, it doesn't, it doesn't say, okay, I'm going to get the vaccine so that I won't give it to someone else. It has nothing to do with that. The vaccine only helps lower your symptoms for yourself so it doesn't seem so harsh on you. Yeah. So what the heck? That, that right there gives me the choice whether or not I want to have bad symptoms when I have mild symptoms. Well, and see, you're going you're going down that road of our opinion and whether we want one or not. And it's cool. You can have your opinion, okay? All I'm saying is trucking has a victory because 
Imagine if you had a thousand trucks or you mm-hmm. had ten thousand trucks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you were going to lose estimated thirty-seven percent of your fleet. You'd be almost broke. And people yeah. people don't believe that. But for a thousand trucks, if thirty-seven percent would would be three hundred and seventy trucks sitting against the fence because drivers said, "Screw you! You're not telling me what I have to put in my body. I'm going to choose what I want in my body." Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now. I know one person that has had the vaccine. She wasn't going to get it. Mm-hmm. And then because um, she has she actually has an autoimmune disease and she battled cancer and stuff. So at first, the doctors are like, no, let's not get it. I don't want to take a chance with you. Well, then her her oncologist said, you know what? This new one, I don't know if it was the new vax or what came out, but they said, let's go ahead and give it a shot. They're, they're having really good rates with it. You know, if you want to get it, go ahead and get it. And she plans on going on a cruise. So she thought, OK, I'll go ahead and get it. She got it. You know what happened to her? What happened? She had a migraine for the whole month of November, finally went and got um, tests done. She had a blood clot behind her eye, lost some vision and everything just because she got the vaccine. Now everybody's saying, oh, the vaccine's not doing this. You don't know if it's not going to hurt someone. It's just so people don't accuse us of putting out misinformation. That's the new term out Mm -hmm. there, right? Disinformation. Mm -hmm. We're going on what? Is she a healthcare worker? This person? No. Okay. No, she's not a healthcare worker. She just did it. But they. And this did. is this is coming from her story. Mm-hmm. This so we're not saying that it's one hundred percent factual. This is what we were told. Yeah. Well, she told me directly. So. Well, she told you directly. She told me and directly. This is what happened, and they 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 did come up with the fact that she got the first shot of the vaccine, and this is what caused it because of her conditions that she has. It created the blood clot in her behind her. This is what you're told. Yeah. From and, her, well, yeah. we got a lady in our church. What did, remember? She started having back problems. And what did the doctor, the doctor, this is what, and he's a preacher, this guy. He said the doctor told them that her, her back pains are traced back to the vaccination. Right. And it could last up to two to three years, what they were told. Right. So again, you know, I'm not trying to put out information that's right or wrong. I'm just telling you, this is not coming from some, some backyard story of hee-haw where we're hanging right. wash on the line, your neighbor's yelling rumors over. This is somebody that we know their information is, they, they never try to lie. So, but, and, and look, it's taken away from the story here. Really the victory in trucking is they're not going to lose a, a whole bunch of drivers because of being forced, you know, to get this vaccination. And that's what the Supreme Court decided on. And I guess it, the rest is to be seen in the future if they try to overrule it. Who the hell knows? It's mm-hmm. just one big fighting politics and court anyways these days, and we try to stay away from that crap. Right? Correct. Okay. So moving on to our last sponsor of the day, Ruthann, J.J. Keller. I love J.J. Keller. J.J. Keller's phone number is 888-601-2017. I'll give it to you at the end of this little speech I've got for J.J. Keller. It's not really a speech. J.J. Keller is the organizer. It's like having a secretary in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. That's they, why I like they him They will so make much. sure all your paperwork is done correctly at the mm-hmm. end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll help you on everything. They're not, go ahead. Well, they're, 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 they want to make sure that you're staying legal. Right. And they're so what they're doing is for the little fee that they charge for this monthly thing. And it's very cheap. They're making sure that you don't get big fees, big fines and all that other stuff. So they're there to help you when you all you have to then worry about is driving. Yep. And also recently, I've heard a lot of guys ask me, how do I get my own authority? Mm-hmm. These are the guys that do that for you. Mm-hmm. So, again, their phone number is 888 one seven. Tell them Talk CDL sent you over there. 888-601-2017. Ruthann Austin. That is me. I don't know if I've ever even said your last name on the show before. I don't know if you have. Okay. Here, listen. Listen to this. Um, there is no cost to wasting a trucker's time. We've got to fix that. You know who said that? Mm. Pete Buttehig. He's the transportation secretary. He said, and, and here's his complaints. He says, seems to be uh, uh, working to spread the word about the unfair treatment of truckers. Recent interviews show the recent supply chain disruption and subsequent backlog at ports across the country have brought the flaws behind traditional compensation of drivers to the surface. I got this story off CDL Life, by the way. You guys can check out the whole story there. 
Just under the current standards, most truck drivers get paid nothing for the time spent outside of ports or warehouses, and they could spend hours waiting and receive nothing for it. And really what he's saying there is, and I'll, I'll break this down real quick for you, R. I'm listening. Detention time. That's what he's saying. And, and you think of a trucker. If he's got 11 hours, right, to mm-hmm. get things done, and then he's got to be resting, well, if you take a trucker, and you're, I'm going to tell any one of your receivers or shippers out there, this is where you can screw a truck driver up. And this is bad stuff. You know, if the guy has, say, four hours left on his clock or five hours left on his clock, and all you got to do is run the freight off, or even just give him a, another number to drop a trailer and hook to another one, and you hold him up for a couple hours, that's, that's a, uh, the federal hours that you just screwed him out of. Now he's probably going to have to go sit down. He could have been making money by driving. And when you have him hold up, and this is the ports out in California and all, it's really big time. These guys are just sitting there waiting, mm-hmm. waiting and waiting and waiting. And they may have a whole clock left. And But waiting there, they, they may use up half their clock or three quarters of their clock. Now they can't really move. They didn't get paid any detention time waiting for these containers or whatever, shipper, receiver. Mm-hmm. And then they get down the road, and it's, it's like a whole day's a whole day of, of getting paid nothing. I mean, that, that's a kick in the ass, especially when you consider the amount of time these guys are away from home. I actually haven't done the math in a while. I'm going to do it right now. What do you, okay. th- what do you think about that, Ruthann? Detention. I think anybody's time should be paid for. You know, like I can understand like maybe not right away, but, you know, if you're there doing something for someone else and you're sitting there for a couple hours and you're doing absolutely nothing, you're just wasting time, then they should pay for that time being wasted. If you think about a truck driver in seven days, if he just runs seven nines or whatever, right? Let's okay. say let's say he runs out seventy hours, okay? Mm-hmm. And let's say he brings home, let's say the let's say an average company driver brings home, let's say thirteen hundred dollars after taxes, okay? That's what he brings home. Okay. Divide it by seventy hours. He got $18.57 an hour without any overtime. That's straight pay, $18. To be away from home, you can get that at home these days. It's the truth. Yeah. And that's that's if, that's if you, that's if you, okay, are even getting that bring home. Some of these guys are only bringing home $900,000. Some of them are bringing home a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. It just depends on who you are. But the bottom line is, it doesn't really matter if they were bringing home $10,000. They still deserve to be paid if you're going to ask them to be gone from their house. If you're hiring them, I'm not, not talking to the trucking company. I'm just talking to the shippers and receivers. Somewhere along the line, these guys should be paid detention. Okay? And really, the trucking companies really are the ones that should be paying it. you got a driver that you know he's going to be sitting at a port for four or five hours. You need to pay that guy. You need to Listen, the mileage rates you guys are getting right now is through the roof. You can afford to pay that guy um, to sit, or guess what? The next guy will, and you'll lose him. So mm-hmm. think about that. You know, a lot of trucking companies are doing now, they're taking care of their current drivers instead of worrying about hiring new drivers. Because why not take care of the guys you're already working with you and instead of having to replace those guys? That's true, because when you think about it, the cost that it takes to hire a person going through the whole process... You could just take care of the one you got. Exactly. So take care of your drivers. If you got drivers sitting and they're not getting detention pay, really consider that. If you think think about this for a second. If you gave a trucker even twenty bucks an hour and he sat three hours, you just gave him sixty dollars. And let's say you're getting three bucks a mile and you're picking up in California, and let's say you're going two thousand miles. That's six thousand dollars. You just gave him sixty bucks. That's like point oh oh one percent. It's really not much. It's a joke. They it's spend, a freaking They spend joke. more than that at dinner, some of these places. Right. Come on, guys. Take care of your truck driver. All right? I mean that. Now the truckers will be calling us going, hey, we just got a raise. Thank that you. That would be Ta- nice, too. Thank you, Toxedia. Ooh. No. All right. Mm-hmm. Hey, moving on. I'm done. I've got nothing. I'm spent. You got, do you have like, do you have, what, what are you calling it? Fun facts? Yeah, it's <coughs> interesting. Can I introduce you? Introduce. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a an introduction. Okay. And what do we call it? Introductory. Introduction. And now, ladies and gentlemen, little Miss Ruthann with fun facts, facts, facts. Thank you, Troy. That's so great! Yay! All right, come on. Okay, so, oh, did you see? Did you get my message earlier? No. I sent you a picture of 
This is part of the fun fact? No, <laughs> no, because I went, going? no, because I went, okay, okay. <laughs> and I, We're such airheads today. When, it, when I stayed, I, I, I stayed at your mom's, I stayed at, at mom's for the, for those days you were camping. Oh, the, I, you sent me the picture of her passed out with her head down. No, 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 no. I just sent you a picture of Joe Pesci when he was, when oh, Lethal yeah. Weapon 3. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so anyways, anytime I, I hear that word, that's what I think of. Go on. All right. Fun fact. Fun fact. The letter J. The letter J. The letter J. J. Was the last letter that was added to the alphabet. Not Z? No, that's the last letter of the alphabet. But the last letter added to the alphabet was the letter J. Because scholars say that it was a variant of the letter I. H-I-J. Yeah. So what they were thinking of, okay, well, the I had a little flourish and had that little hook add to it. So they never really, and, and they used to say that the I and the J could be interchangeable with the word. How'd they come up with the sounds for each one? Uh, I don't know. G- I couldn't nah. tell you. Muh. Don't know. So back in the early 1524, the one scholar had said that the... Um, I and the J were two separate letters and that it should not be one set. But now, still in 1755, the other scholar, Samuel Johnson, still thinks that the J is a variant of the letter I. And he refuses to acknowledge that they're two separate letters. I would say they're definitely two separate letters. J and I. I? One's a vowel and one's not. Hello. J, I, and I. Okay. He actually, the, 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 they used to distinguish that, you know, you have different words, like you're saying, the pronunciation, you have Jesus with the J, and then you have Yeshua, and that's how they were saying that it cannot be. Oh, because it is pronounced, well, that's one is. But one's a Y. Middle Eastern, okay. Yeah. But anyways, I thought that was pretty interesting that was to know cool. that it was the last letter that was added to the alphabet, not the last letter of the alphabet. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. What do you got for the joke of the day? <laughs> okay, so I did giggle when I read my joke. Okay. How long do chickens work? Um, till they're dead? I don't know. How long does a chicken work? Around the cluck. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I don't even know why I actually try to come up with a... Li- I See, I'm trying to come up with a logical answer. And it's always going to be some dumb joke. <laughs> the cluck. Around the cluck. Around the cluck. All right. So go ahead. What do you do? You, do you have the word of the day? I by, do have the word of the day. By Word Genius. Word Genius is awesome. Guys, head over to Word Genius. We're, they're not a sponsor of the show. We just kind of jumped on their piggyback. And we love them. They send Ruthann a word every day. Word Genius. And Ruthann gets smarter every day. Don't you? For real. I do. Yes. I, I do. don't. I never get smarter. Because you don't pay attention to the word. I don't listen to the word, so I'm See? never going to get smarter. There but you go. Anyway, so what is the word of the day? Welcome. No, Welkin. 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 It is German. W-E-L-K-I-N? Yes. Welkin. There you go. Yeah, you're Welkin. You're Wel- Welkin. You're Welkin. No, it didn't go V. It went... You're Welkin. It's saying what? Welkin. Okay. He's a Welkin away. Well, I don't know. What, what is Welkin? The sky or heaven. What? It's a it's um literary literary. It's a German name for the sky. The sky or heaven. The choir sang so proudly the sounds lifted to Welkin or Adrian like looking at the night Welkin and stars. Can I add to your fun fact since you use the word heaven? If you if you read the Bible, not pushing that on anybody, there's actually three heavens. One is where the birds fly. Two is where the sun and the planets and the stars are. And then three is where God's home is. So if you look at Welkin, you know, you can use it for like the sky, like you said. And that they, that's actually considered one of the heavens. Mm-hmm. Just thought I'd add that. Not that anybody needs to know. There you go. All right. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.